Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about? Well I think before we start our uh, topic tonight um, we can't really not mention the passing of Chris Boucher. Yes, um, sad, sad needs indeed because uh, he's um, he didn't do many Doctor Who stories but everything he did was quality. Mm. And he's responsible yeah. for one of your favourite companions yes. as well. Yeah, that is, that's true. Yeah, He, he created Leela um, and I think that shows the level of his uh, his writing. In mm. that, I think you know she's pretty much the best companion, best written. Yeah, the ma I mean that that was the thing, wasn't it? He was a he was a writer through and through. Um, worked with ideas, and unlike say Terry Nation or Terence Stix, who were sort of uh, journeymen. Writers, they were they were hacks in the uh, as I've said before in the greatest mm. way. I don't think that's a derogatory term. They they could turn it, but I think Chris Butcher was more of an ideas man, wasn't he? He had fundamentally interesting ideas, but then also had that second half where his dialogue was you could cut diamonds with it. You know, oh, it his just, dialogue in yeah. both Who and Blake Seven, you know, just it, superb, it, it did yeah. st stand him apart and. You know, uh, he was a very well-read man, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. he 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 could quite easily, you know, riff on tropes, but yeah. not make it look like a slavish, um, you know, rip-off. Yeah, yeah, he could he could, you know, like Robots of Death and that. He could he could take, like you say, tropes or slices of well-known science fiction ideas, but you never thought. Oh, he's ripping this off. Mm. It was always a very clever spin on him, very intelligent. Mm. Um, but yeah, sad, sadly missed. Yeah, and of course, you know, um, we—I think we mentioned this the last time we talked Fourth Doctor. It was him getting fed up with Tom's, you know, yeah. ego and shenanigans that made him quit and then become script editor yeah. <laughs> on Blake Seven, and then go on to become a writer on Blake Seven. So if it wasn't for Tom pratting around, we wouldn't have had some fantastic Blake Seven. No, uh, and I, I honestly think Blake Seven wouldn't be Blake Seven that we love without him. So uh, I think, yeah, we can thank Tom being a, a bit of a tit at times. Tom tit. With, yeah, Tom tit. With, um, with getting Blake Seven, yeah, you're yeah. right, because he, he may well have just stayed a, a job in scriptwriter. And it would have been a huge loss. Yes, yes. Um, shortly after we record this this evening, we're going to do a, a little special for Blake yeah. Seven in character. Now, that might be, ooh, ooh, I have to listen to that, might the listener go. But um, really, I'd like to get that one out as soon as possible. So it could well be that the Blake Seven one comes out before this Doctor Who one, yeah. in which case 
Um, if you're not aware of it, go and seek it out, or yeah. wait a few days and it will come out. Yeah, and if you if it's already been out and you've listened to it, listen to it again. Yeah, why not? Yes, we need, yeah. we need the figures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, very sad loss. I think the man yeah. had been ill for some time. Um, and Cause I know, yeah, because he was he was quite big in the uh, sort of the convention and fan circuit, but then he. He just sort of dropped off the radar. He withdrew, so, yeah, didn't he? And yeah, uh, yeah the la I can't remember the last time I saw a Talking Head documentary with him. Um, but but yeah, no, he used to be. He, he's on yeah. quite a few of the uh, audio commentaries on Who exactly, and, um, yeah, yeah. and and Blake Seven as well. So yeah, yeah, uh, um, a very uh, sad loss. Yeah, one, one by one, uh, they're going. It's going to happen, isn't it? it yeah. Is, yeah, we got to, to that you, age. Aren't we? It'll happen to. <laughs> You and me one day, but our yeah. podcasts will live on forever. That's true. Yeah. There's a scary thought. Yeah, someone someone in a hundred years could be reviewing this the way we review wax cylinders in museums. Yes. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Gosh. Mm. All right, so let's let's go then. This is a story I said last time. I chose it because we haven't done a Martha Jones story yes. for a while, so I looked down the list of um, you know uh, creatures or bad guys in all the episodes and uh, oh yeah Mark Gattis yeah the Lazarus one I remember that being a terrible effects one let's watch that then so that's what we're going with aren't we yeah it's, it's one of those stories where you you if you've seen it you remember oh, there's some sort of Scorpion King style nonsense in it but what's the plot and you don't remember the plot and having rewatched it literally less than a week ago i'm struggling to remember because that literally bugger all happens in this it, i think this is possibly the 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 wooliest i mean we've just been talking about uh chris's fantastic scripting this is not really in anywhere near the same league is it this story basically can be summed up by bloke does an experiment to try and make himself younger. He turns into a monster. He chases people around for a bit and then dies. Yeah, this is this is one of those where if you were doing an in-depth review, a lot of the sentences would end for some reason. Yeah. yeah. He decides to age to try and de-age himself for some reason. He turns into a monster uh, for some reason. Um, also, I think this is. It's sort of cementing in my mind that that the Doctor knew, knew whose version of the Doctor is just a bit of a git. Mm. He, I, there's a section in this where he absolutely berates uh, uh, Lazarus, saying, um, "Your your short lifespan is what makes life worthwhile, and you you should accept your lot in life, and that's why." And it's like you. You hypocritical <laughs> bugger. Yeah. That's like that's like um, Donald Trump talking to a homeless man and saying, "Money isn't everything. You yeah. you should be happy with what." No, oh, I, yeah. I I almost hated the doctor in this one. He's just an obnoxious git. Yeah, and there's a lot of the tenant doctor um, yeah. uh, tropes that I don't like are here in spades. Yes. Um, in my mind, because Mark Gattis was in it, he wrote it, but yeah, thankfully he didn't. He didn't. No. He didn't. No. Um, and I, you know, I've got, I've not nothing against Mark Gattis's performance in this. I think he does a, a good performance. He's a good actor. He's just given so little to work with, um, and I'd forgotten completely that even Martha got the annoying family 
Yes. There's 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 another one of the tropes yeah. I was talking about. Let's crack on. Let's get yes, through it, shall we? Uh, I don't uh, think it would take too long. I find that nothing's ever exactly like you expect. There's always something to surprise you. Between the idea and the reality, between the motion and the act, falls the shadow. So the mysterious Doctor knows his Elliot. I'm impressed. Martha, what are you doing here? Tish, get away from him. What? Don't tell me what to do. Well, I thought you had time for poetry, Lazarus. What with you being so busy defying the laws of nature and everything? You're right, Doctor. One lifetime's been too short for me to do everything I'd like. How much more I'll get done in two or three or four? Doesn't work like that. Some people live more in 20 years than others do in 80. It's not the time that matters, it's the person. But if it's the right person, what a gift that would be. Oh, what a curse. Look at what you've done to yourself. Who are you to judge me? Trope number one, TARDIS yeah. out of control. You have to frantically uh, pull levers and have explosions yeah. going off and the camera's going backwards and forwards. Yeah, Why can't I think they just both operate hate, it? Don't yeah, I don't like it. Scenes. I don't like it. That's la lazy writing 101. It's open, open with the TARDIS career and out of control and you've got to act like a twat. And they're still so doing it in, in the Jodie Whittaker years. They're still doing, it. Yeah, still doing yeah. it. I hate it. You know, I don't remember Hartnell ever having to do this. And, it, and I think it's progressing because, like, occasionally the TARDIS would malfunction and, like, John Pertwee or Tom Baker would give it a bit of a, a thump. Yeah. Peter Davison would give it a thump. And it's like, that's fine. That's, a, that's quite a good joke. It's, a, it's an old traditional British way of fixing something. But this over-the-top over uh, stuff is terrible. Uh, and the, the, the sort of second... Uh, I mean, this whole intro is awful, but the second trope is that he lands in um, Martha's bedroom and the TV just happens to be tuned into the exposition channel yep. that gives us the plot. Yep. That is the laziest of writing again. Yeah, she's on TV. They just happen yeah. to be there... She's on TV. She's a PR to Mark Gattis. Yeah. Um, this, this, you know, uh, what we've just said about the TARDIS being out of control. He says goodbye, goes yeah. away, comes back a few seconds later perfectly, and then goes, what, is he, what did he say? So now he's got control of the TARDIS, has he? Yeah, got, got perfect control of the TARDIS. Um, but again, it, I think it's meant to be funny, but it just it deadpans. Mm. It doesn't work. Yeah, this whole intro is just. The music starts after it, and you go, "What? That was it. That's that's what's meant to draw me." That's in our as a hook, viewer. is it? Yeah. Yes. What do you think about our Mark's old age makeup? I thought it was okay, considering some of the old age makeup we get, um, especially like a few a few episodes on where the Doctor gets super aged and turns into oh, when Bobby he turns into Gollum, yeah. yeah. That's awful. But I I thought this was okay. It was like okay, it, you know, it's quite obviously old age makeup. I tell you what, as we yeah. go along and you're thinking about it, try and think before yeah. we get to behind the scenes who they reckon they based the makeup on. Oh right, okay. what real life person? All right. Okay, um, and I have to think about it because I I was thinking it's actually it works better as old age makeup than the much more expensive stuff they did in Prometheus with Guy Pearce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because that yeah that weren't good, that was, was it? Awful. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. You've also I completely forgotten. You got Mavis off of Coronation Street as his assistant. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, the Doctor and Martha, they go off to this big event at Lazarus yeah. Labs. Um, and here we go, trope number two that I don't like, the Doctor pratting around. Nibbles, uh, I love nibbles. Yeah, it's like, I hate this shut shit. up. Well, we, it starts off, so they're, they're going to go in and the Doctor's in a tuxedo and we get the usual thing where... So in this world, James Bond exists. Yes. As a fictional thing. Yes. So... So did um, Rassilon, when he was Timothy Dalton, <laughs> did he base himself off of Timothy Dalton? I see where you're going with this, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mad, isn't it? It makes no sense whatsoever. I hate... I don't mind pop culture references if they're being done lightly, but this is... Again, this is... Um, desperation for being the modern Buffy, isn't it? Mm. Uh, you've got to make a pop culture references every five minutes, but it just, it takes me out of it. Yep, yep. You know? All right, trope number three, bring in the companion's family. So we've got oh, sister, yep. mother, and brother all yep. at this event. I don't miss this. When, when, uh, when we well, go back I, to uh, old yeah. Who, classic yeah. Who, I don't miss any of this nonsense. No, do you know what? When I'm when I'm watching classic Who, I never think, I wonder what Joe Grant's mum's up to. Hmm. You know, I wonder, I wonder what how his brother's doing at the moment. Um, I don't care about these people. And again, it's the it's the same old cliche of uh, her mum uh, judges her badly, thinks she's a wastrel, doesn't approve of the doctor, thinks the doctor's the boyfriend. It's all exactly the same stuff I that we, we've had on from Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remember at the, thinking at the time. Is this what it is now? Is every companion going to be this? Because they even because they started off by making Martha not really fancy the Doctor, but even by now that's gone, isn't it? Like in her first scene, there is a this, trope of that. Oh, yes. Are they going to kiss chemistry? Oh, I couldn't give a shit about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This pet. This whole the mother doesn't approve of the Doctor, and it just goes on interminably. It's like, come on, plot, kick it in. When did it? fall away because you, you you had all that sort of shenanigans with Donald Noble we had to know yeah. about you know her granddad and her mum and da 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 when, when when did we next get a companion who um, hasn't got a family Clara had a family didn't she uh, no I don't think did Clara I don't think Clara did did she well we had the boyfriend a, didn't we yeah we had the boyfriend but we never saw her family because she wasn't human was she she was the i've just got a mental girl. image of yeah. her at, on, at christmas having a christmas meal oh, when the God, tardis right. arrives yes. outside isn't that with her family yeah and that's that's where we get the throwaway joke that drives fandom mental now is that the doctor doesn't actually wear clothes they're a psychic projection he actually wanders around nude all the time <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> um yeah uh but yeah I, so yeah I think it's been all the way through, hasn't it? It is. You know, Jodie Whittaker, we've yeah. got it. Well, Jodie Whittaker went the, the ultimate step and actually brought the family in. Well, she calls them the, her yeah. fam as well. Her companions yeah. are her fam. I, I, I hope... I have no... I have no... Um, no no sort of real thoughts that this will happen, but I hope with this new companion, uh, whose name I forgot, Ruby? Ruby something or other? Um... I hope that they don't, but you know for well they will because they've cast again another eighteen-year-old. Yeah, ex-soap star. Yeah, what uh, is there something you should be telling us, uh, 
Russell. What's going on? Yes, yes. What's your fixation <laughs> with 18-year-old blondes? Yes. Um, All right, back on track. Professor Laz, he, he says he's yes. going to perform a miracle when he gets into this cabinet. Well, he says he's after tonight. The human race will never be the same. Which is a bit of an exaggeration, but we'll give it him. Yeah, he gets into this um, sci-fi cabinet. I like the uh, way they push yeah. a big red button to start it. It's your yeah. panic button, isn't it? Well, do you, do you know what generally um, what scientists don't do is organise a press conference and not tell people what it's regarding. Mm. You know, because you, you generally want... Why would they turn you know, up? Your, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, oh, this guy we've never heard of is going to announce something. Um, yeah, I know they're trying to create oh, what's happening, but at the minute you see uh, Mark Gatiss in old age makeup, you go at some point he's going to be younger, isn't he? And he's called Lazarus. Yeah, well. Lazarus, bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Because um, is that his name or not? I couldn't work out. Yeah, it. yeah. That yeah, is yeah. genuine. So that's lucky, isn't it? Yeah. You know. It's like and at the end when he dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course. You know, it overloads so the doctor can save yeah. the day. Nobody else is going to save it. Of course, the doctor has to run in and. Well, if the doctor hadn't been there, it would have just take it, taken out that block, and that would be the end of it. So the doctor being there realistically causes all the trouble that comes later. Yeah, and the deaths that happen yeah. later. Oh, well, okay. to be fair, I yeah, suppose yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. would have died, didn't yeah, he? That, yeah, the whole building would have, yeah. So out, out comes young Laz. Uh, and he's used hypersonics. I didn't understand any of what that was. Yeah. Uh, it's the, as you say, for some reason. Yeah, for um, some reason. Because, yeah, he says, um, uh, I used hypersonic bombardment or something. It's like hypersonic. So, you what, a sound wave de-aged you? Well, it, Martha, or the doctor says, uh, somehow using this, you know, ultrasonic, yeah. he's hacked into his own genes and ordered them to change. Yeah. You can command your DNA to change. Using sound. Yeah, that's not not quite how it works, is it? You know, you do you can you can take a stem cell, um, and you can uh, genetically manipulate it to become a different type of cell. But that's because that's what stem cells are. They're unformed cells that the the you know the human genome tells to become one thing or another. Mm. But this <laughs> is almost this is almost Star Trek levels of not quite understanding how genetics and evolution actually operate because hmm. yeah. later on I, I love it where he goes the doctor goes um uh he's actually changing his future evolution that's not what evolution means it's where there's with ghost light you were saying exactly yeah. these phrases it annoys me okay. late again so there, there's a what fifth fifth thing of lazy writing yeah um the writer on this steven something I uh, know. steven greenhorn mm -hmm. um do you think he was so? If Lazarus was named that, and it luckily he was acting as Lazarus Greenhorn, isn't that another name for a beginner? Someone yeah. who doesn't know their like job, like a rookie. Yeah, mm. Mm. perhaps it does work in real life. So, our adversary, proper adversary, we get to yeah. see a bit of it when Lazarus changes and kills Mavis. Yeah, um, mercifully, that's a short shot, but yeah, this this is this is nonsense. So, they can almost get around any of these. How did he do this? Because they mention earlier on, oh, Mr. Saxon, Harold Saxon yes. is. Uh, That's going to be the master, isn't it's it? It's the master, yes. Yeah. So you, I suppose you could get round, but wouldn't I, I would put bits in 
again, I'm not entirely sure at this point was the idea that Harold Saxon would be the master. Because wouldn't you put in things like the Doctor goes, this is Time Lord technology. I've Where's seen it? this before. Yeah, or build something. it up. No, hypersonics. No. That's no. what happens. Um, yeah, and then he goes, and, and this happens, uh, uh, this is another trope where you've got two people that have worked all their lives together, obviously loved each other, blah, blah, blah. And then one of them either gets rich or, you know, in this case, gets younger. And then he goes, uh, why would I want to carry on with you? Have you seen yourself? So you've just invented a machine for de-aging. Yes. De-age her. Yeah, de exactly, yeah. You've got someone that's on your side going to fight you. No, he decides because obviously he's, a, he's an old white man, so he must therefore be a lech. He decides that he would rather have the unwilling uh, sister of Martha. Mm -hmm. Who he's got up onto the roof, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. And that's when the doctor goes up there with Martha. And uh, yeah, he transforms. We finally yep. see him. Uh, basically, it's, it's, good, is it? it's, it's a Resident Evil monster, yes, basically, yeah. isn't it? But it's the face. Christ <laughs> yeah. Almighty, I had forgotten. Yes, I, yeah, awful. like you, it's like, yeah, Scorpion King, i.e. Yep. a ship face on a ship body, but yeah, the, it, the, the face it's is like a, It's like a cross between Scorpion King and... Um, the, the creature at the end of the thing prequel sequel remake yes yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. where they've just slapped this terrible thing it it's it's horrible and um, that's it for any any story we've got the entire rest of the episode is running around him running around uh, in a very unconvincing manner because um, for some reason everyone's locked in yeah I don't know I don't know why yeah. that is happening um when he goes down into the you know where the party is we get yeah. to see him in his full glory and it's even worse when you see yeah. oh yeah when it when it stood still it's like oh dear but i don't i didn't quite understand this so the doctor sort of mumbles his way through saying because martha's like why is he killing people and it he, he says he needs the life essence from these people to stabilize his mutation mm. but isn't his mutation what he wants yeah because he's pre-programmed his genes and is that what Doctor, the Doctor Who writer thinks the human race is going to evolve into but the Doctor says something about um, you know the, the, this mutation that he's done uh, the, the genetic changes are throwback to earlier forms of man before man yeah. evolved into what he is so all those bits on that Resident Evil creature could have eventually turned into a human if it had gone a different way. But that again, that's not how, that's not how evolution works. works. Evolution isn't a ladder from a one-celled organism to us with us at the top. It's a tree, it branches out. So it's not like if you follow our branch back, oh, we used to be a lobster. It, it doesn't work like that. No. But, but for some reason, science fiction writers all go down the route of um, our genes contain every creature that's ever been on the planet. Did you recognise any creature that's in that gestalt, no. that patchwork of things? It's it's just random stuff. Yeah. So presumably, he could equally have gone on mutating and just turned into a, a slug with his head on it. Yeah. <laughs> a slug body on the floor. Uh, that yeah. face is appalling. It doesn't it's in terrible. the slightest look no. like Mark, Mark I know. I mean, we, we're quite harsh because nothing ages worse than CGI. Mm. 
and cheap CGI is terrible. But realistically, don't base your entire episode over, look at this creature, isn't it great? Because it wasn't great at the time. It got terrible reviews, and I remember thinking at the time, this is awful. Um, it, it's just... Everything about this story feels like, a, oh God, we've, we're an episode short. What have we got? Yeah, not much. Yeah, not much. Because it's just lots of running around, which ends up with the Doctor and Martha hiding in the cabinet that yeah. changed him. But then you've got this bollocks of reversing the polarity, yeah. and so whoever's outside the box yeah. gets done. It, it, it's the yeah. old Superman 2 thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, but uh, for God's sake, modern Who writers... The the classic Doctor didn't go round every two minutes spouting these supposed catchphrases. That's a modern Who thing. John Pertwee only ever said anything close to reversing the uh, polarity twice. Yeah. It uh, just. It, but they've latched know. onto it, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, it is. It's just latch onto it, jelly yeah. babies. Yeah. Reverse the polarity. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so the, so the Doctor's, yeah, it's a Superman too. Haha, you're draining my energy. No, no, I'm draining yours. Uh, and this causes an explosion, which I thought the Doctor was worried about, but causes an explosion that they think kills Lazarus. Yeah, because he's turned young again, yeah, hasn't he's he? He's turned young, yeah. And, and yeah, Mark, Mark Gattis, I, you know, I, I think your acting is great. I like you, but... Stop taking your shirt off. Yeah, I don't want to see you a naked. Boy. Yeah, you haven't got Jason Momoa body. No, <laughs> don't no. do it. Don't want to see a pasty, <laughs> red-headed, freckled man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they cart him off from Amazon. So uh, stock stock monster horror cliche number eight thousand. Uh, he's not actually dead. And a he, a uh, guy called he, Lazarus yeah. isn't actually dead. Yeah. What the chances? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes off to Southwark Cathedral, doesn't he? Yeah. Because he's got memories of that from when he was a boy during the Blitz. Yeah, he, he hid in there when the Blitz was on. Um, everyone else got killed in an explosion, but he was left alive. And that that's what set him on the path, because he swore that he would never die. Um, which is, is, is a crap backstory for... Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. he spent his entire life doing this because of a childhood fear. Yes. These scenes um, in the cathedral are filmed in Wells Cathedral um, down in Somerset. That isn't Southwark Cathedral. Um, I like like the idea. Do you know why Southwark Cathedral is there? I I don't know. I don't even know whether Southwark Cathedral is a real thing. Yes, it's on the south bank of the Thames. Right. right? Um, Southwark, when, you know, uh, London was a walled city was yeah. outside the wall, and by all accounts, it was like a, an X-rated version of Mos Eisley. It, oh, it, right. Yeah, it, it, it's where all the villains lived. It's where all the uh, prostitutes were. It was it was a hideous, nasty, you'll never find a more wretched sky of either scum uh, and villi- villainy. It was sort of a Middle Ages Wrexham. Yeah, it was Wrexham outside the walls of London, and they yeah. built a whacking great big cathedral there, to keep an eye and hopefully convert people yeah. because it was so wicked they built a bloody great cathedral right on top of it as you do as you do to try and get rid of the curse take the curse yeah, off of take it take the curse off put a bishop in there takes the curse off it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah he, he so he comes back to life yes but somehow still in his young human form yeah i don't know i don't know quite how this um this mutation 
keeps it keeps coming on and off. What's Doesn't... he doing with all that excess mass? I, I do not know. This, um, I thought he used his, like, you know, predator mouth or his big whacking great yeah. tail to, you know, uh, suck all the energy out of people. But we've seen that he the ambulance men... Human, yeah. Yeah. So, what, did he change into the scorpion in the ambulance? That would be I a tight squeeze. I don't know. And then back again. Or perhaps he, perhaps he sucked him in a different way. Oh. Um, um, and that that's the scene coming up that you're talking about, of where the Doctor berates um, yes, yeah. uh, Lazarus because of his lifespan. I lost all... I, d I don't even think they were doing it with a this will come back to haunt the Doctor type idea. I think this is this was meant to be a genuine scene where the Doctor is... you know, cause Again, it's just... They've done it in Star Trek. You know, they always do the... It's a variation on Tom Baker's much, much better um, Planet of Evil, where he says to Sonson, uh, total responsibility is is how we balance what we can do as scientists and that. Mm. But here it's, um, yeah, your limited lifespan is what gives life its value. Which is, is a good sentiment, it's right, but coming from an immortal Time Lord, mm. uh, who later on constantly whines I didn't want to go and has now come back <laughs> um yeah doctor yeah no I, do, you know, do you remember do you remember when we watched classic who and you go oh, I wish I, I'd really like to be the doctor I'd like to travel with the doctor you know what I mean you look up to the doctor not this one no modern who I don't I don't look up to the Doctor. I don't want to be the Doctor. I don't really want to be around the Doctor. No. I barely enjoy watching the Doctor. <laughs> um, he's such a horrible hypocrite. Uh, pedophile nonce. It's just a horrible character now. Yep. Yep. Um, and it that's, that's your hero, kids. Yes. <laughs> and it ends with Martha leading him up the bell tower. Yep. The Doctor's sat at this, you know church organ where does he shove that sonic screwdrive to make what happens next happen i don't know okay, ah, there, there we go writer's trope number 80 billion um just stop it with the sonic screwdriver will yeah. you i i want to know genuinely where does he shove I don't it know. because that yeah. looks like a victorian organ right yeah. they generally don't have usb ports on them there's no electricity no. in that their organ no. so where's he shoving it and how well, is this working well it works by by pumping air through the organ, doesn't it? Mm. So it is. It, does the sonic screwdriver have a blow function? It, yeah. It, it's the laziest of laziest. And also, I, I might, I, I don't know, I might be wrong, but most organs are made of wood. And they've made, it's a running gag in especially tenants who, that the sonic screwdriver doesn't work, work with wood. wood. No. Does it, though? And it's Tosh, isn't For it? For some reason. Yeah. yeah, it's Tosh. It's, um, it's a, I mean, I don't think this, this one doesn't offend me. Not in a ghost-like way. Not in a ghost-like sort of way. I just think this is possibly the most pointless Doctor Who episode in a long, long time. Mm. It's pure filler. Pure filler. It wastes Mark Gattis. Um, it, it, it's totally forgettable. No one's going... I don't... I mean, if anyone has this as their favourite, then... other than Mark Gattis. Um, 
but he was much better yeah. when he comes back later in the show as that World War One captain. Yeah, superb as, yeah, as the Brigadier's <laughs> dad or granddad. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's great. I mean, he's a, he's a really good actor, and I think he's okay in this. It's just he's not given anything to do. Hmm. He's replaced almost remarkably quickly by his CGI counterpart. It is a, the same as the Scorpion King, and it? it's like we've we've paid for the Rock. Oh, excellent! Is he going to be in every scene? Not nah. in the climax. Nah, we're going to replace him with a bad CGI monster. What? Yep. Then that's what they did. Yeah. You, then that's it. I mean, it ends can, with the um, the usual. Can you, yeah. Can you imagine though, if this this had been a a taut psychological thriller with with just Mark Gatiss without the stupid old age makeup? Um, having a running battle of wits with the Doctor and it's talk and ideas and stuff. That would have been so much better than... He could have played it like he did in in, yeah. in Sherlock where he's like... Um, yeah, as um, his um, brother. Yeah, I was going to say Moriarty. He wasn't Moriarty, he was um, the Mycroft. Brother, Mycroft, yeah. that's it, yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been good. But we didn't get nah. that. Nah, the kids have got to have a monster to buy a figure of. Yeah, so we end up with Mark <laughs> naked yet again yeah. on Wells Cathedral Man, floor. Man, can I have this action figure? Oh yeah, who is it? It's naked Mark Gassis. Yeah, I've got oh, to complete no. my collection. Yeah. And yeah, final trope is the uh, the usual adoration of old yeah. David Tennant by Martha. Yes. Yeah, because um, uh, she was warned by one of Harold Saxon's government agents yeah, what does he whisper in her ear? What, what do, do, do we ever find out with just what he whispers in her ear to turn her against? I don't against think him? so, but she she now thinks he's a dangerous uh, person. Mm. Um, it's not not the strongest of uh, endings, is it? Really? No, no. All right, you've had half an hour to think about this. Who do you think the old age makeup? He's based well, on you, real I'll life you, person. Real life person, because he he reminds me of the um, the guy that played uh, uh, in Are You Being Served. He was oh what, the um, old old, old yeah. Mister Mister yeah uh, uh, not Bungalow, Mister um, not Rumbelow, no um, Rumbelow. Granger, Mister Granger. Granger. Yeah, yeah, he looks a bit like him. He's playing it like that as well. I yeah, Doctor Tennant, are you free? Um, <laughs> real life person, is it? Someone like Sir John Betjeman or something like that. I don't know. I honestly don't. This is going to elect a, a, a no out of you. Yeah. Because according to Neil Gorton, one of the uh, makeup people, um, it, it was partially modelled on Vincent Price. No. No. Nothing well, like Vincent, him. Vincent Price, uh, thin, suave looking, yep. mustachioed person. This round, <laughs> haggard looking. Uh, clean-shaven person. Yeah, dead, dead spit, really. Mm. I'd have said it was more like Peter Laurie in his later years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other snippet is that the wig that Mark Gattis um, is wearing in this yeah. is the same one that he used as Matthew Chinnery, the vet from League of Gentlemen. Oh, right. Oh. It's the same. So what, does he own it? I guess so. Is Maybe it's his acting? own personal yeah. one. Could be, yeah. I mean, it's not, not a horrible-looking wig, to no, be fair. it's all right. You can see it's a wig. You go, oh, yeah, you wear yeah. a wig. That's a wig. Yeah. Okay, right. After all that, we've got a vote on it. So <laughs> I thought we would just do the uh, the bad guy, Lazarus, 
right? Yes, the creature. The creature. Otherwise, it's, we're just voting on Mark Gattis's wig. Yes. Yeah. So off you go then. Out of ten, the design of this Scorpion King uh, knockoff. Lazy pile of old crap. Zero. Zero. Okay. Well, I gave it a one, but I think I was being a generous, bit generous, yeah. generous there. So that's a half out of design. What about how effective? <laughs> um, why when, am I when, asking yeah, this? Why are you asking? When he's um, when he's Mark Gatiss, it's fine. When he's the creature, zero. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's there. It's poorly composited. It's a bad design. It moves terribly. It doesn't look like Mark Gatiss. Um, it's a failure in every aspect for me. It's, it's a double zero. Well, I I gave him a zero for effectiveness. Yeah. So that is a, a out of ten a. Uh, final rating of a quarter of a quarter. point. And it should thank itself lucky. Yes. And what a surprise. He's sharing a caravan with Ooh. Lee John Mansell. Do you know what? I, I'd rather watch. I'd rather it was Lee John dressed as a pirate chasing people round a party. <laughs> that might have had at least some camp value. What about Lee John riding <gasps> Ooh, uh, there we go. Lazarus? In a saddle yeah. on the back of him. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, there you've got your cover for your Radio Times that year. Yes. You? Yeah. And the only the only two things that are worse that we have considered to be worse than Lazarus CGI form right. is the Great Architect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Mickey Orton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I'll enough. take that. I'll take yeah. that. All right. Before we go, we have feedback. Oh, good. Is it from Mark Gatiss? <laughs> no, no, it's his solicitor. Um, <laughs> no, I, Cease and desist. Yes. Oh, I think nice. I think this this popped up on the Neozaz page before oh, you know. They were, uh, were they having some sort of trouble with comments or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah um, right. um, that's still in place. Um, um, yeah, Matt has has had to put that in because of all this spam nonsense. But yeah. I I I, th I think old Nicholas here um, actually put this comment up before that happened right. and I've only just noticed it so sorry about the lateness in in finding it Nicholas Clark for it is he um, he's talking about the chameleon episode oh god that was a while back wasn't it yeah yeah so here he goes this is what Nicholas says he says thank you for another interesting podcast I still have King's Demus Demons on VHS videotape recorded back on the original broadcast in oh. 1983 I considered doing a rewatch to tie in with your podcast, but having listened to the first 10 minutes, decided <laughs> it would be a poor use of my time, not the program's finest hour. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm glad we saved you from uh, yes. a fate slightly more Further harm, death. Yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, the same day I listened to your podcast, I just so happened to be rereading my copy of the Young Ones book, Bachelor Boys by Rick Mayle and Ben Elton and yeah. lo and behold in the intro they just so happened to use the word ghoulies hey. as you pointed out it was clearly a word in common usage back in the day which has now yeah. gone out of fashion keep yeah. up the good work regards Nicholas oh that was very nice yeah we have lost our ghoulies haven't we well, I think it's relevant. I've read that out yeah. tonight because that CGI thing was a load of old balls, yeah, wasn't it? It was a load of old bollocks. You're yeah, quite right. Yeah. So thank you, Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, for thank that. you for that. Yes. Yeah. Better late than never. <clears throat> we got there in the end. Yeah, yeah, we're slow, but we get there. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay, it's over to you then, Ian. We are going off to uh, uh, Matt for our next. Uh, um, not not Matt yes. Neozaz, Matt Smith, um, for our next. Uh, 
adversary. Who are we talking about? We are, yes. Um, I was trying to think of of a, a hint for this one. Um, and I, did, you might not get these because the, the, these I can't think of many particularly good hints on this one, but uh, we... <sighs> Bear in mind, I don't yeah. remember much of you. No, I that's tend true. to watch them um, just the once. This this monster might give you the horn. The uh, horn. It might amaze you. Oh, it's a Minotaur one. Ah, you do get it, yes. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a Minotaur the, one in there, isn't there? Yeah, the God Complex. The God Complex, alright. Yes. Uh, which, for some reason, I thought was a... Um, I thought it was a Mount Gattis script, but it's not. It's Toby uh, Whithouse. Okay. Um, I don't remember much about this. This I remember when this was on. I was doing something else and I wasn't paying attention. Um, but I think I seem to remember the the, the suit for the uh, Minotaur was pretty good. All right. So it'd be interesting to see this because I don't remember the plot at all. Okay. All right. What companion is that? Do you remember? Is that is that a Clara? Are we still? Uh, no, no. I think this is. Uh, I think it possibly might be the final Amy and Rory story. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about them for ages. That will be no, good. No, so and they're always enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even so even if the story's been, bad, yeah. at least we can you know get some comfort from seeing yes. them too. So, okay. Well, yeah. Another one. I only watched the once. Yeah. So, yeah, me, me too. So I think this will be fairly new to both of us. I couldn't tell you yeah. what it's about, who's in it, what happens, nothing. So I, I got a feeling that um, the uh, what's his face um, from Little Britain's Williams, David Williams, is in it. But no, I'm not no. sure. I might be wrong. Okay. But we shall find out. Yeah, come back in two weeks and uh, let's all find out together. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cheers, then, Ian. No problem. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye.